Hey, Juice, the only thing better than looking clean is looking clean on your own time. No doubt about it, Big Seth. And that's why I always call my man Ara at AT Dry Cleaners anytime I need my clothes laundered or dry cleaned. Tell him exactly why you call Ara. Because AT offers free pickup and delivery at your home or office, so you never have the inconvenience of trying to find time to take your dry cleaning somewhere. They bring it to you. That's exactly right, Juice. You can walk into their Fort Lauderdale location, but AT serves Miami Dade, Broward, and the Southern Palm Beaches with their convenient pickup and delivery services, which also include alterations, shoe repair, and more. And A&T is a family-owned company, and they've been in business since 1980. 1980. Yeah, and you know what? That means customer service is their priority. So call Ara today at 954-610-9383. That's his personal cell we're giving you. Or you can visit drycleanertoyou.com to start making your life and your dry cleaning a lot easier. And make sure you tell them that the fish tank sent you, because Ara, my man, is giving our listeners 50% off your first order. How much? 50. Half, Seth. Half and 25% off any dry cleaning services after that. ANT Dry Cleaning, the official dry cleaners of the fish tank. You're now diving into the fish tank. Sitting down with Seth Living, Seth. OJ, Juice, Juice Man, ooh, and this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. golf fans, number one, one, of course y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk, dive up in that fish tank. Welcome back to the Fish Tank here on the Five Reasons Sports Network, where you can find us on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. And now, the all-new FiveReasonsSports.com. Seth Levitt here with none other than OJ McDuffie. Juice, how are we doing on this Friday? What's up, Big Seth? Man, I'm excited today, Juice. Today, Friday, you want, it, you, want, you, want to put a, you want to put the Friday on there? Yeah, I mean, it's a Friday. They can listen to it on a Tuesday. That's they can right. listen to it on any day. Whatever they the want to. the beauty of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not live. We, we, we've given up hope on trying to fool them on that That's one. That's right. So today is a Friday. We're all a little bit more relaxed. Uh, got a lot going on. But this is kind of a, a nostalgic one for me for a lot of reasons, man. So I'm excited to welcome Calvin Jackson into the tank. Calvin, what's happening? What's going on, man? Glad to be here, fellas. CJ, that's my man right here. I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you what. So Calvin showed up 30 minutes early. Right. To the interview. This is this is a fish tank record. Correct. Calvin, were you ever 30 minutes early to anything at Dolphins facility? Hey, listen. Uh, Jimmy. <laughs> Uh, yeah. When Jimmy came yeah. along, you, you be five minutes early and you and late. be late. Yeah, <laughs> that's that Jimmy time. They taught all of us that promptness, promptness. They, you know, that's that's funny. Talk about Jimmy, but we'll get more into it. But yeah, that's a, that's a good point right there. I learned yeah. that at Penn State, but I was actually five minutes late today. So mm. I, Joe, be I wasn't gonna put you out there like that. Turn over the grave right now. Yeah. Talking about that. Yeah, man. Well, I'm thrilled that Calvin is here. It's really exciting to have you. And when OJ said, "Hey, man, I think Calvin," I was like, "You can't get Calvin. What's he doing?" And then when we were going to talk about the cooking, and we'll get into that, I was hoping we were going to come out and get some food and, and all that. But I think we're, we've got a plan, Juice. Right, we're going to cool. talk about it. We're going to, cool. we're going to get to that point. I like that. But, but I, I want to talk about the fact that, and I don't know if you know this, OJ, but Calvin and I actually have a, a really unique relationship and, and a connection. So, you know, Calvin is one of the, the pride and joys of Dillard High School here in South Florida, oh, yeah. uh, an iconic football program, although they've ruined it now with all the rules and all that stuff and, you know, some of these Transfers. schools. Yeah, the transfer. Transfers and all that, but it, in its heyday, when when Dillard was like a small college program, I mean they were unbelievable. Calvin was one of those guys, but he also was a student in my stepfather's classroom. 
Really? Yeah, man. Mr. Moniz. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so Calvin. So you got the skinny on on his academics as well as his, his football. Yeah, man, great student. You know, that was, just, <laughs> <laughs> that was a hell of a student. But, no, I mean, I was, you know, my, my, my stepdad would always talk about the guys. And Dillard, as a kid, I, like the Dolphins were my favorite team, and Dillard was my second favorite football right. team. And I'd go out to the games and the Soul Bowl out there yeah. at Lockhart Stadium, which now they're turning into a soccer, soccer facility. facility. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and so, you know, I'd go root for Calvin, like one of my favorite players, but then he'd be in my in my stepdad's classroom. So so right. we had a real special connection. And when I first started working for the Dolphins and had the opportunity to come in and say, hey man, Monez, yeah. you know, that was it. We were we were good. That's good stuff. We were man. good right yeah. away. So but let's talk about Dillard in those days and, and the Dillard five. You can even see the tat. He's still got it on that right forearm. Tell us about the Dillard five. Man, um that that was a group, man. Um me, Frank Sanders, Brian Robinson, Otis Mounds, James Bostick. Uh I actually just talked to J B the other day. Um, yeah, I love JB. Yeah, That's my man. Uh, they were loaded, man. Yeah, man, if we had ever, ever would have thought anybody would have been a police officer, it'd have been JB. Too. Right, right, right. <laughs> Built like Mike Tyson, taught like Mike Tyson. <laughs> Don't take no, you know what? You know, That's but, right. Um, we we all still stay, you know, try to stay in touch as much as we can. Everybody's That's great. everywhere, but um, it, it it was unique, man. Um, to be honest with you, I wasn't even going to Auburn when I made that decision. Um, it was on that trip. Auburn was a trip just to go reunite with Otis Miles, who was already there. I was going to Tennessee. I think Bostic was going to either Alabama or uh, I think Pitt. Brian Robinson was the only one that was supposed to go to Auburn. Mm. Frank was going to Florida, but um, don't tell me that. Yeah, <laughs> don't Frank tell me that, man. He was going to Sparia. And Frank, going, man, Frank played baseball for us that day. Kirkpatrick, yes, gonna be the next one. You know, so That's um, right. we went on that visit, man, and it was different. You know, being from the city and, man, seeing cows and all that. I rode a horse for the first time in my life, believe it or not, which wasn't a great experience. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, so you got over that and still oh, signed, huh? Man, yeah, Urban Cowboy, signed, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was it was, it was was different. And uh, the love they showed Otis, man, it really, it really like, helped all of us, you know. And before I know it, we was on old crop duster coming back in a storm and the plane going like this. And wow. We all were just talking. He was like, man, what you going to do? And I was like, man. I'm gonna go to Auburn, man. Brian was like, "Well, I'm already going, man. Right. That, that's good. We roommates, so boom, it's, that's two of us." And Frank was the next one, and JB kidding around, kidding around. Man, I'm coming to it. And before you know it, we ended up on the planes, man. And I guess the rest history. Damn, one trip, one trip. We and and it's so crazy because they didn't recruit me throughout the whole process at all. Auburn right. throughout the whole process, um, I never. They just put you on the plane since it was already I, I coming talked up. To, huh? I talked to at the, at the time I can't even remember his name. Steve Dennis. I talked to him two weeks before I made my last, you know, uh, visit. I had one more visit, so I was like, all right, I'll go to Auburn. It's either out of Auburn or Michigan State. I chose Auburn because everybody was going. Yeah, and. Right. Hey, I ended up there. <laughs> they had that a squad. Crazy? I don't know if you <laughs> right. know Otis Mounds, you know, but in his no, story, because yeah. you weren't down here at that time. But Otis Mounds in high school. I like his name. Yeah, yeah I, I know you like the name Otis. <laughs> he, Calvin, I mean, hey, tell Otis some, was like. Put up, some, put up some numbers. He's one of the first backs that, that went over the 2,000-yard mark, you know, have 300-yard games, especially in Broward County. He was a man amongst boys. Yeah, yes, he was. He, he was our offense, and believe it or not, a lot of people don't believe he, he played with Isaac Bruce. Right. Ike was the wideout on that team, but Ike probably had Damn, 20, another, had another one to that he had group. Probably that twenty catches all year. Ike's claim to fame was the state championship game. He had two touchdowns and I think he had like seventy five yard receiving. 
Well, Ike did his things when he went on to college or whatever, but. Had to get yeah. away from Otis. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he didn't go to Auburn. Yeah, it was crazy. He's all, hell no, I'm not going to Otis is there. Yeah. And Frank was a tight end and a kicker at the time. He wasn't even starting that wide out. Craziness. Yeah. But that was that was the depth we had, man. Back then, you had to wait your turn. Or it was play something like, else. Yeah, or, or go somewhere. Play man, another position, right, in order to get on the field. The longest lines i ever seen as far as position battles, because um, I was a transfer from Miramar. I, we moved I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I moved from Miramar, well, Hollywood area. To Fort Lauderdale, so um, I go out to the first practice, and this is JV, the running back line. Which at the time I was a quarterback, I was an option quarterback. So you know, quarterback lines about thirty people in the line. Like, <laughs> no quarterback, <laughs> running back lines about sixty people in the line. The wide receiver line was from here to seventy five. <laughs> Cornerback line was the same thing. I looked at the safety line; it was five people in the line to play safety. It's like I'm gonna go play safety. That's right. how you chose your position. Yes. I started out as a safety man. (laughs) Man, those lines were astronomical, man. And it was even longer once you got to varsity. Right. That's how many people. We didn't have enough equipment. And not to mention the the, the talent in those lines. That that was the thing. That was the thing about it. That was the thing. I mean, this was one of those schools you had to wait your turn. You, you, You had one or two guys that would come through like a Jack Hallman. that he started, you know, since he was in 10th grade. But it wasn't many. You know, he's like one of the few. You can't really, especially back in that era when I was playing, you couldn't get on the field. It was a different so many deal. guys transferred out and, right. and went to other schools because they didn't want to wait. And you guys but, had those 6 a.m. practices, right? You man, did. listen, man. <laughs> if you ain't know Otis Gray, God bless it, man. Otis, OG, he wasn't nothing to play with, man. He's one of those dudes that flipped the ice ice tub over and step on the ice. <laughs> so you couldn't even get <laughs> they dirty. Done nothing. Man, he did not play. Man, we lost to Ely my junior year, and um, guy was riding by. We was snaking the field because of the loss. So we running around with our hands up. We had to snake the whole 100 yards. We were almost finished. Explain that. Explain snaking the field. Snake is uh, every line, every little, every little five yards. <laughs> You doing the whole oh. entire field. This was after rolling. This is after the game. Right. This was the Sunday morning. After the, we played on Saturday, we lost Saturday. We were up 6 a.m. Come in the morning. Yeah. Come on, bring your asses in the morning. That's how he was. So we we already rolled 200 yards. We're getting done with the snake. A car rides by and say, oh, sorry, ass Dillard. Oh, man. OG looked at us. He said, get y'all ass back on the line. We snaked for two more hours, man. <laughs> Oh, if I ever, me listen, out on if my I field. ever wanted to quit football, that was, was that almost day? it. That was almost <laughs> it. I, I almost didn't. I was like, you know what, man, I can't do this. Yeah, yeah. couldn't do it. But um, that, that that guy, he he was what we needed, man. He provided tough love, and he was like a father figure to everybody. Some of us hated him, some of us, you know, loved him. But you, you whether he was always fair. He was always fair. He always ruled with an iron fist. You know how Jimmy used to say, if you a starter. You can, you can walk around and you can be proud, but if you ain't, you better be like that blade of grass on the ground because I'll cut your ass. Right, you know? right. But that's they told him, yeah. yeah, no doubt yeah, about so it. He was one of those man, but those were very good memories, man. Very fond memories that's back then. Up. That's what I had Dillard to do with Juice. I had to bring I, up I, the I Dillard. Know, I like stuff, that though, man. Yeah. That's a that's a lot of information about you know Dillard in, in the heyday, and you know still yeah. put some great athletes great out. Great athletes, low white. At that point, it was loaded. Loaded, man. Yeah. We were loaded. It was, it was, it was a. It wouldn't be no St. Thomas if it would have stayed the way it was. Right. You know, St. Thomas could never get. They could never beat us. Yeah. They didn't start beating us until actually the year after I left high school. That's when they started their dominance, and that's when all the transfers started. You know, they started getting. They should be sending you royalty they, checks. They then, should I be think, sending Cal. us something. <laughs> right. The George Smith, he know what he's doing. Over there. <laughs> and JT's part of it now. Yeah. Over there. yeah, he's over there taking them. All right. So you go to Auburn with with the with the D five. 
Oh, yeah. All right, and you got a, you're got on probation at that point. No national TV games. Yep. No bowl games. But in the second season, 1993, you guys go undefeated. You guys have a little chip on your shoulder at that point, Kyle? We we, we definitely did. Um, At one point, especially our class, because we had just got in, we were kind of aware that it might be something, you know, as far as those actions against Nothing the happened while you guys were nah, nothing your it was, trip, it was right? before I mean, the horse riding was, yeah, all right, yeah, that, was legal, that, right? that was legal, right? That was legal. That was legal. Right. Yeah. They had them on a crop duster, right. Drew. Yeah, we, we had that jet that Terry Kirby well, was It wasn't a G5, it was a crop duster. So that's okay, I got you. Mark Dixon said it. They came in, they had two limousines waiting for the guys in a private plane. No, so we didn't get none of that. Wasn't that Virginia? Right, not, sure. not yet. Anyway. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was crazy, though, man, because it, like, hit us it hit us out of nowhere. It's like we knew, but we didn't know. Some of the players before us were, you know, letting us know that it, it could be coming because of who was doing it. But it, I think it, it pulled us so, you know, together, especially our class. Mm-hmm. You know you know how classes are. One thing about our class, we got there, we felt like we should have been playing anyway. Right, man, got all these sorry ass, right. for, you know, right. it, it was it was crazy. But in, in in this respect, it was true. It was guys on the field that shouldn't have been on the field, but they were there because they were seniors. They paid their time, and you know that's how it was at that time. You know, in, in retrospect, you know that team that turned out to be Terry Bowden's team that was that was Pat Dye's team. Because right. Pat recruited all of us. Mm. And I think after we went undefeated that year, which we, we took some lumps, you know, me and Terry butted his a lot, you know, and we none of us were his guys right. because he didn't recruit any of us. So yeah. you know how that is. And, man, it wasn't a pretty picture. But he did what Coach Dye wasn't willing to do. He played the best player. And that's what he got. I mean, when he did that, all five of us ended up on the field. But not only us, it was almost my entire class. Wow. That entire class, man. So, hell you know, when they say, class. yeah, it was a hell of a class, man. Um, I can't remember everybody, but it, it was some names. And right. then you had a couple of guys like Big Wayne Gandy, who he was there already, you know, and Stan White, who was there already. But mostly our class, man. And it, it was a special year, man. Just guys bonding. And it, it's so crazy that now that I think about it, even on defense, we did what we wanted to do. The whole secondary was us from Fort Lauderdale and one kid from uh, Georgia, and they'll just tell me. I, I was my name was Short Dog at the time. Short Dog, <laughs> Short was, Dog, I love it. Dog the receivers out, so we would play the Floridas and, and he Eric Mose and Mississippi too. State. Yeah. He brought that that dog <laughs> receiver. Yeah, just Miami like too. Short, you can handle him. I'm like, man, give him to me, and I I'll go get on the best receiver, and then I don't even know what they were playing over there. They'd be doing their own thing, and that and that was so that was part of the magic of that year because we would go in with a game plan, but before if Somebody couldn't be – I always get the best receiver, and that would free up Brian. Brian, I think he led the nation in picks two years in a row. Did the same thing in high school, Brian Robinson. Yeah, so, it, it, like I said, it was special, man. Then you had Bostic over there, him and Frank on offense. They were doing their thing, and it just it just worked. And it didn't like we blew people out. Yeah, well, right. all I know yeah. is you right. single-handedly <laughs> ruined my Gators season. <laughs> <laughs> they were fourth in the nation, Juice. And Calvin decides to take one. How many yards? I think it was 98, 97. Yeah, it was a Danny Warfel. Danny Warfel put one up there. Yeah, he threw a great pass. Yeah, he threw a hell of a pretty, pass. Pretty, Very right? catchable ball. Man. <laughs> I love to play him every week. Man. Very catchable ball, man. Yeah, that was big, man. Um, They were going in to be up 14 zip. Yeah. You know, we we might have been knocked out after that. Um and it's so that, that that particular play, right before the play, it was a it was a penalty. But Willie Jackson continued to run his route. He ran a curl. They ran a curl with a Willie with a flat, flat route. route. Yeah. Yeah. So Otis was 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 covering the slot. So he 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 was flash in front of the so that would give me time. But I already said I'm like, who don't line up and run this play again? Cause I'm gonna jump that. 
I just seen him, you know, he and then after he ran it, Willie tried to act like he was gonna run another route or whatever. Right. <laughs> but you know, Spurs talking. On the penalty, they ran the after same they play. Ran the same play. So <laughs> as I'm breaking, I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. You thought they tried to set you up for a second. Man, it it was crazy because I couldn't believe that they ran up and lined up and ran that same play. Yeah, well, Danny didn't didn't he didn't uh, see yeah, it he, coming. Yeah, he didn't and catch he certainly me didn't look away. He wasn't gonna catch it. <laughs> You can look it up on YouTube, Juice, if you yeah, want to see it. It's one of the things that's still on there. Yeah, yeah it's there. So undefeated mm-hmm. that season, you guys, did you guys declare yourself national champs even though of the course rest of the world we did. did? I mean, it would have been great to play, you know, if we weren't on probation, we would have played Florida State, Charlie Ward. Which, uh, and me sitting here right now, I don't know how we would have fared in that one, man, because – they were pretty good. Oh, man. He's that yeah. dude. That, that team, that would have been a hell of a game that's right a, there. That's a DB's that. nightmare, man, yeah. because you got to cover forever. Bro. Right. You know? Right. But, um, and you yeah. got to possibly tackle at some point. Oh, yeah. Him. I, I, yeah and and the thing, yeah. Yeah, with him, man, that, that, yeah, that, that. He made a lot of people miss. He made everybody miss, yeah. man. Especially <laughs> that year. Especially yes, that year. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So then after that season, Calvin, so you, I mean, you played two years and you decided that's it. Again. Terry, mm. me and him. I was going to ask what went into the decision. Me and him, and then, man, after that year, it, we were still on cloud nine two months later. I wasn't going to class. I wasn't even, because I didn't even know if I was going to Mr. Monez wasn't there, Yeah, man. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it wasn't even on my mind. Um, had been hearing tidbits about possibly going in the draft and stuff like that, and really wasn't taking care of my business. You know, really was concentrating on just partying and still living out that moment. Didn't know when, you know, to stop with it. You know, right. learning mm-hmm. experience. But I wouldn't change anything that happened. Everything happens for a reason. Um, college I, towns, man. Yeah. College towns, especially you say you come man. from the city. It, you know, it being was, in a college town, it's it a was whole like different a, experience. Being a king, man. Yeah. yeah. Being a king, I could do no wrong, man. Especially I mean, after an 11 0 season. Man, I could do no wrong. No wrong. Yeah. I mean, no matter where I went, what I did, and then just from die to him with Coach Die, I was like one of his favorite players. So I I got in trouble, and my trouble used to be getting in his office and me and him talk football. You know, that was it. That was it. Didn't feel like a whole lot of trouble, did it? <laughs> you know, it wasn't. It, wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't no snakes. wasn't you know man, six to a.m. practice. Listen, no none of that. Terry got there. I was part. Of, I was a permanent fixture of the six five a.m. crew. Permanent fixture. It had got so bad that. The stuff that they had me doing for punishment, I didn't even consider it punishment no more, and it didn't bother me. So, so I would still do the stuff that I was told not to do. Yeah, and I go knock out the stadiums. You know, like other guys are getting in trouble, they come and they about to die. I'm finishing thirty minutes. You're you know, ready for them. You know, you, you've prepared for but, this moment. But it's so crazy <laughs> that prepared me all that trouble. I was in the best shape of my life. Mm. When I tell you, I I never got tired. I never got tired, but because every morning I was doing, <laughs> I was doing that before Abe type shit. Because <laughs> I weight training coach, he started making up shit for me to do, man. <laughs> it got that bad. It got that bad, man. Because Real. the other stuff didn't bother me. So you didn't get drafted. You no. came in as a free agent, and and you end up in your hometown team. I mean, was that the goal man, all the time? Talk talk about that. That was funny too, because um. I had my workout, which was spur of the moment because I made a decision late. I could have went to JUCO or supplemental draft. I chose supplemental. So I get all 30-some teams to show up. But I'm out of shape. 
Mm. I run a full, like four seven. <laughs> Wait a minute, you were just in shape, Cal. Yeah, you but just, remember after the season, though, <laughs> right, right. wasn't doing nothing but partying. <laughs> right, we've been partying from the undefeated season. I wasn't getting that call at five a.m. You know what I'm saying? No, it wasn't no more of that yeah. at that time. That's right. So <laughs> it takes a whole lot longer to get in shape than it does to fall out. That's apparently, true. that's true. Uh, yeah, I wasn't in shape. I couldn't finish the workout. You know, but my film was so good mm. that some some people thought they might have you know took a chance on. Probably like fourth, fifth round, but anyways, you know. So again, me, me not knowing, young, naive, and, and crazy as hell at that time. <laughs> I called my boys up at this time, staying with my girl at the time off campus. Um, yeah, man, y'all come over for the draft. I'm like it's gonna be, oh no, like the draft is going. You know, they get there. Um, they're like, when the draft gonna start? I say, well, it started a minute ago. It ain't gonna be on TV or nothing. But you no, know, so I, I had bought some drink and everything and. About an hour later, my agent calls, like, well, the draft is over. <laughs> it's like, uh, well, what happened? <laughs> you ain't get drafted. <laughs> so this now, is a supplemental draft. Yes. Okay. So now this I'm really looking hour? at that bottle like, oh, shit, I'm going to need a whole lot more of that. I ain't get drafted. What am I going to do? So uh, he was like, well, now it's not that bad. You know, you got um, got a couple teams that are interested in you. Again, this is small thinking because I don't know any better. It was uh, the Giants, Tampa Bay. The Dolphins and, and Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh and the Giants was automatically out because I was saying to myself, "Now if I don't make that damn team, how am I gonna get home?" Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at stay least in the state. I think I can catch a bus from Tampa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if I go to Miami, man, I probably can. Michael walk home. Yeah, I can walk to. home. I can come get me. I can call my brother up. to yeah. come pick me up with one of my boys. And believe it or not, that's how I chose Miami. Wow. wow. So that's it wasn't why. like I want to play for I, I, I always had a dream Miami. of being on that. I field. was more worried about how I was going to get home if I didn't succeed to catch a ride home. Wow! Yeah, how about that one, Juice? I'm gonna tell you what. Man. That's another first that's real. That's, 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 that is real. That's, that's, that's real, as real man. as it gets. The new year means different things to each of us, but one thing that all of us can relate to is filing our taxes. That's why for the past 15 years, I've gone to my guy Rob at ARS and Associates for all of my personal and professional accounting needs, especially during tax season. Rob is professional, he's trustworthy, and if there's something that should be on my tax return, he makes sure it's there and does not get overlooked. In addition to personal accounting, the team at ARS handles corporate work, bookkeeping, payroll, and more. So call ARS and Associates now for a free consultation at 305-653-7350 or visit their website at arsaccounting.com. That's arsaccounting.com. And make sure you mention that the fish tank sent you to get 20% off the cost of preparing your tax return. Start saving now. I'm going to tell you what, from day one, from day one with this quick kid He's from Auburn. He's got a plan. <laughs> when this quick kid, we call him the quick kid from Auburn. From day one Dumb. when he got there, he was a nemesis, man. Yeah. Man, we couldn't stand Calvin, man. Yeah. This dude, man, you know, he might not have been in the best of shape like you talk about, but he was still was quick, <laughs> could run, could cover. You know what I mean? Me, I'm already, I'm in my second year, I think, yeah, 94. I'm in my second year, and this dude here is giving me hell, especially in the slot. Me and Cal had some battles, but yeah. tell you what, I think we both got better over that. We both yeah. got better because at that point, I was coming in my own. I didn't play much my rookie year because, you know, we had Irv and, and Mark Ingram and all those guys, yes. you know. But once I got to that second year in the slot, this young dude comes in. Now I got to deal with his ass. And know? what was that like for you, Cal? Man, listen, it, OJ don't even remember this. Like One of the first times I lined up on him outside, he did out and up. And I had been jumping outs all day. Mike Miller, them, I'm, man, I can't run no out on me. Man, OJ ran that damn out. I'm still running to the out. Man, OJ's way up the field. I'm like, what the? 
sold a ride. I mean, but it was a learning experience for me, man. Uh, and I learned from then on that, that Mel will tell you, well, why you was looking back? I'm That's Mel look, Phillips. Yeah, yeah I'm B looking, coach. you know, see the ball. He said, you seen him throw it? I said, yeah. He said, you seen him catch it too, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, no more out and ups. And, and from that point on, anytime anybody ran out, i take that extra step. Right. I wouldn't, I mean, but that was learning. I mean, I, I, I learned a lot just by going against OJ and, man, it was some receivers back then. Yeah. You had Irvin Fryer, you had Mark Ingram in the slot. You had, then you had Keith Jackson, mm. had Keith Byers coming out the backfield because I, I ended up being a nickel or whatever. So, man, and, and just like Pat was saying, man, taking on them fullbacks and stuff like that. But coming from the SEC, I was used to it. I, I didn't do it all the time, but I was used to it. So the, the physical part was real easy for me. Man, back then, especially in, in Don's, Don's, well, Don Shula's coach, but Tom Oliver Dottie, man, he made things so complicated that you couldn't <laughs> play full speed. His defense had a check. If if the back moved an inch, he oh, was going to check right here. <laughs> and, man, you had, you could not be dumb and play for this man for one, but you weren't going to be able to play fast neither because right. you always thinking. Yeah, we saw how that resulted. Right. That's, right. We had some of the better athletes on defense, man, but we couldn't play up to our ability because everything had a check. He would check out of everything, and then as soon as we get a lead, he was the number one prevent guy in the world, man. <laughs> he would not line up to stop anybody or oh. I can make I can make all these calls in AC. I mean, that's all he ever did. Joe Green was a coach then. I think Joe Green used to want to just <laughs> Put some hands take on the it. chair and smash it over the top of his head sometimes, man. I look at that defense you're talking about. You had, you know, in 94, you had Gene Atkins, and you had JB, you had Chris Green, you had Mike Stewart, you had Troy Vincent. But then you had some you had some backers in there, too, with BC and BC. Dwight and Chris Singleton and those guys. Aubrey Beavers, I think we might have drafted yep. that year. Yep. You guys had so you did have a hell of a defense at that we point. Had, we had the guys, but we just didn't have the right general. It just wasn't no. He he just outdid. So we can himself, blame the, we can blame us not winning on the defense that year. Man, I you could. All right, that, we'll oh, the offense, off, offense I, take listen, that. <laughs> if we could have took that offense to go with Jimmy's when Jimmy got the defense. That's what OJ yeah. says all the time. Oh my God, yeah. man! People would have been in trouble because they would have had to play catch up all the time. And one of the one of the worst things Jimmy ever did, and I and I love Jim. He made a lot of great decisions. Or whatever was handcuffed Dan. Mm. Yep. Even the guys that we played against, I see them, and basically for the offense because they couldn't, they would know what they were doing. We couldn't make checks. Right. How you take a Hall of Fame and tell them not to check out or something yeah. when they know what play you're running? Yeah, we had to call timeout when they. When and they then we turn around and still run the play. We just flipped the formation. That's it. It, was, it was so bad. Wasn't going to work. It huh? was. It was really bad. The offense was really bad. But so, it was, I think more than not, it was because Jimmy didn't like uh, Garrett at first. Coach, but I don't know what it was after that because yeah. him and Garrett didn't. No, yeah. they didn't buy it. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't. You know, when he's, he's a Shula guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, and like, and Cal, you you know, as as we were Shula guys as well, we had to prove ourselves over had Jimmy. To. Man, that, that was a, that was a man. tough deal in itself. Yeah, nobody made that team but Larry Izzo. That's it. Remember that. <laughs> first guy. Well, you know it is, though, right? Yeah. So talk about that, Calvin, because in your first, first two years under Coach Shula, you played a little, mm-hmm. but it was sparingly. But then you started the rest of your career it, when, it, when Jimmy got there. It was it was like I said, it was it was learning, man. One thing that I did do and, and I Mel Phillips, man, helped me. I'm talking about I don't know what he saw in me, but he used to make me get up. Like, we would have to be there at 6. Mel would have me over to the facility at, like, 435. <laughs> he knew. And he would drill over and over. Just my position. Then it got to a point where I had learned what I was supposed to do. And I just started asking about the safety spot, even the linebackers. I just wanted to know what everybody Then it went to me learning 
the fronts. I knew the fronts. I knew to the point where I knew that I knew that defense, especially once time Jimmy got there. I knew the defense better than anybody. I knew it better than George Hill. Right. Mm. I knew it better than Dave once that. I remember one time I got into it with Dave because he was trying to tell me about a particular play, but I'm like, that's not how we do it. You know, and, and he got all upset and oh I said, Well, I'm right, you wrong. <laughs> it, it's, it's just that simple. I mean, I ain't, like, you know. What, what part of I, what, this don't you understand? Man, one, and like he said, when, and, and it took me a while to understand it. Once you got to that level, man, we're all men. It's no, you know, even Mel, he didn't want you to call him Coach Mel, and that's what I used to call him all the time. And he was like, man, don't call me that shit. Right. I'm Mel, right. you know. Well, that's shocking men. you right there you know, real It was quick, shocking to me. It was seeing the arguments between player and coach something you never man. seen in high school or college. And BC like used to cuss Tom Oliver Dottie out <laughs> so bad. It's Brian Cox. Yes, Brian Cox, man. I'm talking about <laughs> to the point where I used to be in utterly shocked. It, it was it was so interesting that you I couldn't fall asleep in the meetings. <laughs> and normally that's what you do when you're so not he, playing. He helped your career man, yes, by being crazy. Man, it's because you knew BC was going to say something. And then he was the type of guy that if Tom said something to you and it was like not becoming of a man or you, hey, wait a minute, God damn it. You don't let him talk to you like that. Wow. You better say something to that. And I'm like, all right, man. Right. Hey, don't do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how Brian was, man. So were the offensive meetings anything like that? We had a, a few where Danny and Gary got into a mm. big time. You know, yeah, I, I heard he actually, about some of those. He, he didn't call Danny. Stupid one time, but he made it kind of insinuated that Danny was. He stupid. might as well have. He might as well have. <laughs> and Danny went the fuck off, man. Yeah, I bet. Oh, I was. That was eye opening to me. I'm like, damn, this is how the league is. Yeah, the league was crazy. No, man. they went back and forth, and you know, Shula had to break it up pretty much. And we got back to watch the film, and it was like it was nothing though. Nothing. Like it never happened. Like it never that happened. Never man. happened. But Danny Everybody was, would be able Danny to move was on. still hot though. Danny yeah. was still hot to the bits though, boy. Man, that shit was crazy. <laughs> like to see the big guys arguing. With the small like Tim Bones and mm. and and Daryl Gard, these guys six six three forty and it, man, you better shut up. Yeah, Dude, man, man can hit you in the top of your head and bust the city in drums, man. I know, I definitely yeah, know. You know, so <laughs> some of that used to be scary. So. <laughs> I remember in I guess it was ninety six. It was my first year, and uh, I think it was Jeff Cross and Kerry Gadet. I was sitting outside of a meeting room waiting to get, set some, somebody up for an interview. And the, oh, man, those oh, two yeah. guys. Got, and Jeff stood up and you know, <laughs> and his back was all arched. Big you know, he had that big ass curve. I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn. And yeah. they were making jokes about that for the longest, man. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that was some funny. Yeah, boy. It, that locker room, man. It's, and it's different now. I, I don't even think I like the game. I could never play the game the way they're playing it now. And I know they're trying to make it safer. But even the locker room, man, it was it was certain stuff that we did that never left the locker room. No matter what it was, we handled it within. Right. You know, and, and now it's even if you had a fight with middle, even, yeah, even, even if you had a fight, arguments, all that. It never, it never, never, left, the it never left the locker room, man. And it and it wasn't a rule that we put there. It was just without saying. It was an unwritten it. rule. Yeah, right. it was unwritten. So right. no, I don't, somebody I don't wasn't know. putting it on uh, their Instagram no, man, story. No, none of that. Right. Yeah, none of that. Damn, man, that's that's crazy. A lot has changed. Yeah. Yep, a lot has definitely changed. You know, you talked a little bit, Cal, about about how you start off as a corner, then you transition to safety, but you learned all the different positions as well. Yeah, talk about the transition from corner to safety, and also you know playing the nickel a little bit. Well, um, I mean, at first it it, it was simple in the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> one of the on one of the one of the biggest differences was when you had people like Eric Green and, and oh, oh man I'm a, one of my nemesis Dude, Ben Coates 
Oh, oh yeah, my yeah. God. Ben Big Ben Coast. Coast on, yeah. it, that was like the, the biggest thing with me was the way the tight ends played then that was so physical that you had no choice. If, if, you, if you had any slight in you, man, you were in trouble. Yeah. And and even you can be mentally correct all the time, but the physical aspect it was it was very important when it came to those big guys. Right. Um they just box you out a lot of times. Man, great it, position. Ben was great at that. Yeah. Box you out and then he could run. Right. He could run. But um after a while, man, it, it became so simple. It was like the back of my head. I, I like I said, I knew that defense like it was, you know, and then just, you know, being in it for so many years. I knew where everybody's supposed to be. How much did it change, like from Oliver Dottie to, um, to when, oh, when Jimmy came along and <laughs> Jimmy? So simple yeah. because it was it was it was basically one on one football. You you beat your guy. You beat your guy. Everybody beats their guy, and we keep people off of that middle linebacker. We gonna win. Right. We gonna win. And I, you know, it, much, yeah, yeah, I, I know that much, He was all about playing fast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. When when we had bad days. Zach used to be in the secondary with me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when we had bad running game, when when we got got, got you know pile up on, Zach spent a lot of time in the secondary, man, <laughs> a lot of time. But when we had good days, Zach spent a lot of time in the backfield, and that and that was you know that was detrimental. That whole defense was built on those two D tackles first, and then you go to to JT. And, and and who else playing the other? And Trace Armstrong playing on the outside. That that was next. And then it was us. The the linebackers, Zach, I think Zach was more than what anybody bargained for. Now, and not even by the side, but the way that defense is set up, if you can just tackle, you, you can be great. But what made him great, he studied the game. Mm. Oh, man. He studied the game. Yeah. Man, he'd come and watch film with us. A lot of times, me and him, and we'd sit and he was like, well, what you do? One of the things Zach always said about me was, like, we had one-on-ones and i go against the backs and the tight ends. Um, I wouldn't move my feet. When I covered the the tight end, the running back, I just stand there and I wait. But that's because of my quickness. I didn't have to have choppy steps and all that. I can wait till you step and I can still step you with can make you. Up. And Zach tried to get that, but he could never get that. So he would, man, he would chop his feet so much. I say, man, that is burnt energy, man. <laughs> you gonna be tired before the guy breaks and makes a route. And like, but no, but this way, if I do it like this, when my foot hit the ground, when the one of them hit, I could take off. I was like, you knew what he uh, needed to do. Uh, yeah, but you know, so it, it, it was different for everybody, man. It was different, but we all, man, we had we had a lot of fun, dog. Well, you talk about those two D tackles, and I know you and Timbo were real tight. Yeah. but <laughs> there's got to be some funny stories with those man, two big guys. Listen, me and Bo, I like the the first year. I I really didn't play that much. I was on the practice squad, so I was basically uh, Timbo's uh, driver. <laughs> I, I had to make sure he got home. I made sure he got, got the practice. game. Got to practice. That was my boy, man. You know, I was our draft class, even though I didn't come in per se with them. But right. It was that year, so me, you know, me and Bo. We we hunt me Bo and Arby Beavers, man, and uh, man that beef one of the most athletic wise. Yep, yep. You, I mean, you, it's almost unspeakable, man. It just He's like Derek Rogers before the yeah years before Derek. But got I there. just think that we we drafted him and tried to make him into something he wasn't. Um, he wasn't a four three linebacker. He was a three four outside linebacker, mm. and we drafted him because athletic wise off the charts, off the, off the charts, man. Um, but beef. Beef was a party animal. Oh, yeah. And by me being from Fort Lauderdale, I knew you every where the party, party was. Man, and believe me, Beef wanted to go to all of them. <laughs> it had got to the point where I used to tell Beef, look, man, I'm tired. 
do you really want to go to another spot? And if Calvin's yeah. telling you, he's man, had listen, enough, man, you might need to, uh, and, might and be Pat, let me tell you, because I, I took them to all the spots and I showed them where to go and where not to go. And oh, we're gonna talk you know, a little bit about yeah. that. Oh yeah, we know, so, we know about you, the oh, BB. Yeah, man. So, but B, man, B wanted to go everywhere. Yeah, he didn't care. Man, I want to go to the hood. Man, tell me, tell me to you. I'm like, B, man, we don't need to go over there. Right. <laughs> That'd be a tough deal for you, though, Cal, because now it, think about it. I mean, you, you, you left high school from down here in South Florida. Then you go to you go to Auburn. Then you come back down here, but a little different now because you got a couple bucks in your pocket. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot different, man. Um, I thank God that I had, I did have friends that did care about me. I had a lot of friends that, that didn't make it to the NFL, and they wanted the best for me. So even when I wasn't paying attention, they were paying attention. And and, and that, that that helped me a lot with my career. Um, I thank, I thank God for those guys every day because a lot of situations I see a lot of these guys end up to, that could have easily been me, easily. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times they say it's actually good not to play in your hometown. It team. is. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wonder what your perspective was there yeah. because, again, coming from Dillard and, and being here, and I'm sure they all thought it was like you had made it, right? You're mm-hmm. with the Dolphins. That was unbelievable. But, you know, you could get yourself into oh, some yeah, trouble man, like you're saying. Man, it, it, it don't take much. Yeah. It don't take you're much. Right. It could just just be you you walking the wrong way right. at the wrong time, man. You know, it's it's so precarious that it you can't even account for it, you know? So sometimes it's best not to even be there. But B wanted to be there. Unfortunately. And I wanted to be there, too. I just didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be there as much as he wanted to be there. Well, you knew better. Man, the only person liked the party as long as he liked the party was 6 o'clock. And that's what we call Sam. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I was doing, yeah. I like well, man, yeah. that's good to know. Well, then you know what? We can skip out of order here, Juice. We had our little show run, but you let us right into it, man. Right. He let right. us right into it. Right. You know, 97, you know, Think about that. You got this young quarter out of Louisville, mm-hmm. two nine. Yeah, six right? o'clock. Yeah, six o'clock. Six now, o'clock. now it's a new one. Now you know what I mean. And you know, and then you guys jump up. and You got Pat coming in. Mm-hmm. You know, talk about. We we heard a lot of good stories about these young guys. You're you're a vet on this team now mm-hmm. with these guys. And uh, we heard, heard a lot about DB Knight. Talk about these young guys. You know how good they were at one point. You know, you don't say everything about the party, yeah. but the, <laughs> yeah. the but tell us about that whole group of guys and the whole cast man, of characters. Man, it was a cast of characters too, man. From Corey Harris to to like Jerry Wilson, J Dub. We heard a lot about J Dub. Yeah, Sean Wooden, um, Tim Jacobs, Tim um, Jacobs. Yeah, man, we, Tim. man, we even when Brock got done, man, we we went hard in practice. We went hard in the meeting rooms. Even when we had our little DB night out, we would talk about some things and you know go over football stuff but when it was time to it's time to lace up the, the the party stuff we we laced that up too yeah and we 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 went man um one of the funniest things i can remember is uh we all um put some money together and we were going to try to do um the fifth quarter it was like a club that was in Fort Lauderdale. Of course, it had to be in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> right. Somebody I knew. And the fifth quarter was uh, after the games, you know, someplace for us to go hang out or whatever. And the first, you know, first two Sundays, it was kind of slow, you know. So we came up with an idea because Corey, man, Corey Harris was, a was man, you know, he was already doing his rapid thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything, so. The funk or the Miami the, funk, is that yeah, what he did the video? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, the club thing wasn't doing too well, but we weren't losing any money. But, you know, we, you know, like, man, we need to do something, man, to get it right. He was like, see, where you from here, man? What do we need to do? Because it was like the women were coming, but it wasn't enough women coming, not for us anyway. So it's like, uh, of course, I said, man, I'll do it. I'm like, do what, man? If we get certain amount of women, we're going to have a strip off. I'm going to strip. <laughs> like, what? Corey said he was going to strip. Yeah. <laughs> 
I didn't. Th- I thought this was. I thought this was going in a different direction. Volunteers <laughs> trip. So I was like, man, you sure? <laughs> so like, did you advertise this? Yes. <laughs> we didn't say that core is going to be the stripper, but we were right. saying we were going to have strippers. <laughs> <laughs> and did you reach the threshold? Man, <laughs> we get there. I forgot who we played, and so it was good because I think we we won yeah, that right. earlier that day. Boots so good, that yeah. was good, man. We get there, I'm like Corey, man. You still you gonna go through it this shit, man? <laughs> got a got a nice little crowd out there, you know. Like man, fuck it. I, I said I was gonna do it. I'm, I'm gonna do it. Corey went out there and stripped down to his drawers, man. Oh, no, I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was in utterly awe for for a very long time, and I was like, man, this man is really taking off his clothes. And we were a hit after that. That was it. Yeah. The place was packed. Sundays. What? So now, did he have to keep it up? Did he have to no, strip? He didn't strip Sunday? anymore. He ain't stripping anymore. But we had a nice crowd after All the time, that. Now right? he didn't ask you to have to do. That. I mean, he was, that wasn't happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cal. Listen, your turn. <laughs> I got two left feet anyway. So <laughs> Corey was just I looking think, for a reason. I think Corey, yeah, yeah, was his hair blonde at that point? Man, this before he was anybody doing, was doing that. Yeah, he yeah, blonde. he was. He had the, yeah. Corey was the tips, different, He had the man. tips going and everything at that point. <laughs> very, very. So South Florida was that. perfect for him oh, at that point. Oh, he fit right in. Yeah. So his yeah. threshold was probably like three. If we get three or more women, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to strip. It. Right? It's coming, it's coming, Cal. <laughs> and, that, that, and Jerry, man, Jerry was like the gambler of the crew. Oh, he man. would lose his shirt. But it would just be. You know, the fellas or whatever, but, man. So you guys did that on DB Night. DB yeah, Night. Also, you know, on the plane, we oh, had yeah. great times oh, on yeah. the plane. Yeah, yeah. I never learned how to play that game, and I'm, I'm glad in I between? did. In between? Yeah. Never wanted to play. Was J-Dub <laughs> trying to play it? Jerry, was he Was he trying to play it? I think Jerry did yeah, play in between. Yeah, he was in yeah. there for sure. Is he one that Any you guys ended up banning? From- <laughs> no, no yeah. we had a couple other guys we had to bank. They would never pay up. <laughs> them dudes, man, you know, you and you yeah. knew when their money was in the pot, don't even go for it because they, you weren't going to see that money shit was no whatsoever. Good. Oh, Money's no good here. That's hilarious. Well, one of my favorite on-field moments with Calvin, sure hell wasn't when you caught that Danny Warfel pass, <laughs> but it was 97. We had a guy on the practice squad, a, a, a tailback by the name of Ray Neal. You remember Ray? I remember. <laughs> Out of Arkansas did. Pine Bluff. Oh, man. And Ray just, well, he would run his mouth and run his mouth. And, you know, I know the whole fresh legs. I learned about that. You know, yeah. I was like, well, how, how is this scrub able to run? And that's because these other guys are pacing themselves and they're getting banged up on Sundays. But Ray, every practice was like the Super Bowl for him. It and he would talk was. all this shit. <laughs> and, and, Ray, and Ray was a good size back, too. Yeah, I mean, Ray, you know, I don't remember how big. Yeah, he was big back. But he was t- what did he call himself? I don't know if it was Ray Ray or whatever. And he would talk yeah. in the first person oh, and the whole man. thing and talk oh. all this shit. Talk, talk. So, Talk. So then they finally, I think they brought him up. He was going to play one week because Jimmy wanted to see Jimmy liked the shit talk. Yep. And he wanted to see what he had. And we never could find that running back, right? And Calvin, you, I think you had had enough of the shit talk. <laughs> I did. You right, Tell us about that. You know what I'm referring to. Uh, that that hit. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Flags would have been flying all out the stands if I hit somebody <laughs> like that. Today. Man. He talks so much. <laughs> I'm talking about after practice, he would be coming over there. Man, y'all can't stop me. Y'all got that. I'm like, man, shut up. I got the opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and the thing about that is, I mean, going back to that defense, man, with like I said, if everybody did their job, it was a lot of times you can get clean shots. Right. And, <laughs> this was pretty yeah, clean. And, and that was clean. Um everything, I mean, it was like slow motion right before the play. I almost remember we was in double switch, so that means I really ain't. And then the tight end move, 
So, so you had no responsibility over exactly. the Exactly. So when the tight end moved, <laughs> usually we would switch. You know, but we we you know, especially I think with me and Woody at the time, we so comfortable. Stay I got over it. there. Yeah, you know, because yeah. I, I I know how to play the strong just like I can play the free. Yeah. So now in the tight end move, okay, all I'm worried about is back in the flat. Well, like, I'm about to I fucking have no get his covers, ass. you know, nothing I can <laughs> I can rob the curl, so I'm coming down anyway. Yeah. And man, <laughs> I read that damn play. And he cut backside. And when he cut back, he didn't need. By the time he saw me, it was too late. <laughs> he saw the sky after that, yeah, man. That's it. You remember it, Juice? I don't remember Dude, that. Man, man. I, I could have heard him right. if I'd have hit him up high, but I, I just wanted to make him, you know, he did a, what he did, like a, he was in the air <laughs> yeah. for a while, though. Flipping flip for real. Yeah. I, 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 I said, you still talking? I don't hear you talking. You still trying talking? to catch his breath. Yeah. That wind got knocked out of his head. He didn't that long and hit the ground. Hey, and the whole deal. Ooh, you heard the whole defense, man. That was phenomenal. I love that defense, though, man. You know, I felt like I was part of that defensive crew at times, man. Because they were so cool, man. They played so well, man. Dude would not go sit down until the team. I can come to the sideline. OJ is standing next to Jimmy and 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 the defense coach. But you're supposed to be over there sitting down. But see, that's how we were. Right. My my, my rookie year. Yeah. You, I don't want to sit down and watch the game. I'm I'm up on the sideline. Right. But I would I'm, not damn, sit the down. Jumbo trial, I want to see. I, I, I never, I never sat down. Yeah, you know, even for instruction, man. You know, we had something real quick, but I'm on the sideline now, pacing. Yep. And then I got to because with that defense too, though, third down, third down, down, third down, down quick. coming. I got to go return, turn quick. return kicks. You know what I yep. mean? So it was down, fun, man. Quick. Yep. Yeah, man. Ray Neely, that Ray was kind of yeah, man. I forgot all about that. That was the beginning. Yeah, but then you start remembering double switch and everything. That's crazy how it came back to you. But I'll never forget that. Man, I caught our boy one time too, man. Who's that? Troy Drake. Oh. Ooh. I called Troy. It was nasty. That's a big dog. fella now. Dog, Troy. You got to catch him hey. unexpectedly. Yeah, but you better catch him unexpectedly because you're talking about pound for pound. It's man. a big, strong man. The strongest man I've ever seen on a football team. Listen, man, man the, the fear of everybody on that defense, linebacker or whoever, was Troy catching that ball and getting those shoulders square. Yeah. You was in trouble. <laughs> you was in trouble. So you caught him before they got square, Cal? Man, what? Every time. <laughs> Every time. You had to ask him. You better ask him. I would, I would, well, we go, up Troy and, and I would go up and grab him sometimes just, just before that. He don't, you know, Troy is the nicest guy now, but he was ornery as hell man. out there. So I know he didn't like it. He was already mad because they felt like he wasn't throwing the ball. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted the football, man. He wanted the ball. He'd yell at John Gamble if he had to run sprints. I mean, Troy was, he was a little ornery, Love man. It. That's that Penn State, Danny. That is great, great stuff. You're listening to the Five Reason Sports Network. We've created a menu of intelligent and entertaining content on demand for commutes, workouts, and more. And by now, you're already familiar with the 15 different podcasts in our network. Today, we are proud to announce the premiere of our brand new website, FiveReasonSports.com. On it, you'll find columns from more than a dozen of our hosts, many who are professional writers in the market. Watch original videos from shows like Miami Heat Beat and Balls Cast. Browse our full merchandise shop. And unlike other outlets in the area, there's no paywall. Everything is absolutely free. All of this from a network that's credentialed from all five major sports teams in South Florida. Oh yeah, did we mention that it's free? We're by Miami for Miami. We're sports on your schedule. We're Miami Sports On Demand. 
We're the Five Reason Sports Network. Go to FiveReasonSports.com today. So, Calvin, these days, man, uh, you know, I was going to say what are you doing, but if you get on social media, you, he'll make you hungry now, yeah, Juice. Yeah, he will. Uh, You're cooking will. it up. Where did that come from? When did you start doing all this cooking? Man, believe it or not, it, it, the bug started with Mama Mia's. Oh, man. That's Tommy another that's Monday Franco. night right yeah. there. Monday night, yeah. Monday I remember Woody night. used to bring that lobster in Boy, that was like was as big as you, Calvin. Yeah, man, the thing was huge. You tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it started with them, man. And um, I just I took off after that. Um, I always liked food. Shit, that's, I, that's why I was always overweight. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to touch I didn't want to touch Friday morning weigh-ins. I didn't want to touch Friday morning weigh-ins. Calvin had a hard time. Listen, one of the most notorious Friday morning weigh-ins in and and I hated this about Don, dog, because he always had to let everybody know. Yeah, the media. So we had a bye week. Again, I'm a young guy, not not knowing, you know, got to weigh in when you come back. I don't win. I'd party hard. <laughs> I probably was still partying. My body was still partying while I was getting on that scale. Right. <laughs> on the scale, I hadn't gained eight pounds. Oh, in a bye week. In a bye week. week. Eight pounds. This is a defensive back, by the way. We're right. not talking about like the defensive tackle. This right. isn't a Timbo situation and here. Don likes to read this stuff by himself in, in front of the whole yeah. team. So, wait, so he would read the what? Oh, oh uh, my god! We got uh, Calvin Jackson. He's eight pounds overweight. You know, I, <laughs> I don't put know. Out the guy. Like, in front of the whole team. In front of the whole team. <laughs> whole team. The whole. What did he say? I don't know the guy. What? I don't know what the guy did. You know. <laughs> 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 that was dumb, man. And the guy started clowning you when that would happen? Man, what? Oh, you, it was the all, oh, yeah. And listen, you, could, you couldn't have thin skin. That's why that bully crap, I don't even, I mean. Right. You could not have thin skin to be in that locker room because everybody was fair. I didn't care who you were. Coach uh, or whoever, oh. you were fair game. I well, know Lou's all of a sudden. He used to watch that scale, right? That's what I tell him, man. The scale. Man, the scale, Lou man. on the plane. Lou in general, man. You, you got to avoid <laughs> Lou. In general, you had to avoid Lewis, man. On the scale, walking on the plane, no matter oh, what you want on the oh, plane. Oh, yeah, because he was fashion. <laughs> oh, man, you got on that <laughs> 1962 <laughs> coat. Man, he, oh, Lou, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was great, though, man. But yeah, shoes did put you on blast man, on that. Put that. You the on that. The weigh in was crazy. And then, you know, you do the weigh in, you know, you probably were there, probably had to be there a little earlier times mm-hmm. for that weigh in. But yeah. yeah. And then you then you grub right after that, though. Yeah. They didn't you eat again. You know right. I mean, it's probably like, oh, we had Mimi's. We had, man, we had Mama, oh, Mimi's man. on Friday. Yes. Yeah, it was good stuff. Good stuff, man. So mm-hmm. Mama Mia's and then and the eating. You said you yeah, love the, the food. Eating. And that inspired and, and, you to uh, get in the kitchen? Yeah, man. I just um started cooking and started dabbing with different seasons and stuff and came up with my own little seafood thing. And I always been like pretty good with barbecue. Um I, I've got a big grill built and it, it, it took off, man. It took off. Been doing pretty good with it. I'm doing so good that I've really Left it alone, my um, my better half, as as as, as Stuart say, my significant other. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh she's running the show now, you know. Um, it's it's, it's her. I just so I she's handling back. the business side. She yeah, she handles pretty much everything. Really? I, yeah. Um, I still make the seasonings, and if she needs me, I, I do stuff. But it's pretty much her show now, man. And um, you know, my boy being in, in school is. You know he's we so didn't far touch away. We didn't even touch yeah. him on that. Yeah. yeah, Washington State. Washington State, man. He's a he's a senior this year. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, he had a pretty good year last year. They all had. A he good, had a real good, good year. year last year, man. Um, so breakout year for him last and year. And then I mean, like this year was like a lot of the kids that I coached are going into the draft. Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, 
was one of my guys. No kidding. Yep. I, I would love to see the Dolphins draft. I know we wouldn't, we won't, but it'd be, I mean, they, that would be a, a great thing. So, I mean, like I said, a lot of the kids that um I coach are in college now. So, man, I just been relaxing, man, watching football and and, and trying to enjoy life, man. That's good to hear. Yeah. That's really you good guys, to hear. You guys cater and everything? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, yes, where, we where, do. How can, um, how, can, how can we find um, it? Lachey's Catering, um, Seafood Barbecue and More, um, the phone number is 754-214-6993. No event is too big or too small. I like it. Right. There's yeah. another pitch. We're getting yeah. These guys are yeah. getting more sophisticated Absolutely. here in the tank. With <laughs> the, stuff, you know, Vonnie yeah. was pitching stuff. Mm. So what is it? So spell that. Lachey's Catering? Lachey's Catering. L-A-S-H-A-E-S. Catering, barbecue, seafood, and more. Well, we'll definitely have to check it out. Speaking of which, Juice, we had another guest on the show recently who likes to get in the kitchen a little bit as well. Oh, Maurice so, Young, huh? Yeah, man. So Trick, <laughs> Trick Daddy was here. We we actually he brought us on to Love and Hip Hop. We had a great time with mm-hmm. him. And he was a, he was a fun guest, and we had gunplay in <laughs> yeah. the tank as well. But uh, I see Trick all the time is on there cooking. Yeah. Who's the better cook? He don't want to see me, man. We, we really we supposed to have a cook off years ago, you know. But well, what happened? Uh, it don't, it never develops, man. It's just like uh, Floyd and some of the people that want to fight him. I guess uh, <laughs> it, it never it never pans out, man. Never. But I'm I'm putting it out there, man. Whenever you're ready, I'm ready, man. All right, well, we're going to get this to Trick. Here's what I'm proposing. We have a fish tank cook-off. I love it. Between Trick and Calvin. we got to figure out where we're going to do this. And then the judges will be OJ, myself, and DJ Preach. Anywhere, man. Anywhere you want to go. (laughs) I definitely am. All right, we got to get this to Trick for sure. (laughs) Calvin, it is so good to see you, man, reliving these memories, literally all the way back from my high school days and and my stepdad. But those days on the field, those are some great, great stories. You made me remember. Hopefully some good stuff. Well, we really appreciate you being a part of this. I I thank you guys for having me, man. It was great. Hey, thanks for diving in, Cal. No problem. You're now diving into the fish tank. Sitting down with Seth living, Seth. OJ, Juice, Juice man, ooh, and this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. dog fans, number one, one, of course y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk, dive up in that fish tank, go get your aqua orange, yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank, it's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank, rocking with OJ and Seth when you dive up in that fish tank, Okay, this one for them diehards Celebrate big or cry hard Leave it all on the field, we gon' try hard Old school, a new school, mix it in Feeling like we up close when we listening Dolphins tales, in Miami is the deep end We vibing with our favorite players, no secret We get with Seth and McDuffie Bringing up stories we never heard to the public Bet we love it, Dolphins fans never budget We loyal to the team, whether happy or we upset We be like, what's next? Don't switch the subject You know it's all about them fans And if you ready for that water, time to dive in Don't switch the subject, you know it's all about them fans And if you down with Dolphins Nation, time to dive in Don't switch the subject, you know it's all about them fans You looking at that fish tank, it's time to dive, dive in fish tank Go get your aqua orange, yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank. It's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank. Rapping with OJ and Seth, time to dive up in that fish tank. Dog never had a talk, we about to dive up in that fish tank.